This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The numbers told the story, they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander, live from Media Row at Super Bowl 58 on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. However, you're taking us in, we appreciate it. Live from Media Row at Mandalay Bay, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, just chilling on the couch. Just chilling. Just chilling. <laughs> Kelly's got the best seat. He Kelly's does. got the best seat. <laughs> he absolutely does. Uh, that voice that you just heard, uh, someone who I've been looking forward to talking to today, uh, you know him from his days with the Pittsburgh Steelers, probably most uh, prominently, and with all his days at ESPN as an analyst. Merrill Hodge joins us now in a numbers game. How are you, sir? I'm good. It's nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for coming. I just want to repeat what the little exchange we had before. I said, wow, you look like you could still play. And you said? I said, as long as they don't hit me, I am in. <laughs> you just sign me up, bro. Give me a few. Give me a contractor your deal. You kind of weave that can't can hit you, me part in there. And can we'll you look check to see if that's how football works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merrill, I yeah. got a spot open my yeah. flag football team. We'll work in there. Yeah. Uh, can't hit me, though. The, the hats has find a way that is is the name of your book that has been out for many years yeah. still out yep republished you said yes i republished it and um i'm republishing a third time yeah you know we, we were talking off air you know you can republish books you can add stuff to a book and republish it um and i didn't know that i mean <laughs> why would i know that but somebody right actually an event i spoke at I a professor came up and asked me about a few things that had were not in the book and she just said well why don't you republish it and put it in there I said, you can do that? <laughs> I called the publisher. I said, hey, can you do this? Because thinking, I'm, I'm, I don't think you can do that. Find a way being, the, there's a great picture of yeah, right there. There's... The words that change your life. Yeah. The way they changed my they, life, the name of the subtitle there. Yeah, they're still, they still, like the people's words tell me, live a dream and fight to live, and a lot of in-between, and it's still a lot of in-between. You know, it's all, they're constantly helping me. We're going to plug some other stuff of yours here coming up. I won't forget about it, but I, I want to ask you about certain things because there seems to be just this unanswered question that I cannot get to the bottom. First of all, I'm sure you're aware that 
recently, when I mean recently, I mean about a year ago, um, viral video resurfaced of you accurately predicting that Johnny Manziel would not have a, I'll be kind, a tremendous NFL career, and Skip Bayless was pushing back on you. Skip, by the way, not the only one who had that opinion that he thought Johnny Manziel was going to be great. Obviously, Cleveland had that same. That's yeah. right. Um, but that that went viral. I want to say Warren Sharp tweeted it out, if I'll give him credit. Um, but obviously, people saw that, and people started to say, wow, Merrill was, was really right about that. Well, in addition to that, you also, you know, that same draft, Famously, Davian Clowney went first. We're talking about 2014. This was prior to the 2014 draft when he had that exchange on uh, on first take. Uh, Davian Clowney went first. Khalil Mack went fifth. You famously said you thought Khalil Mack would be the better player. And more recently, let's talk about modern day. And this is fascinating to us who are betters because a lot of us, Kelly and I both, we bet at big plus money C.J. Stroud to go first in the NFL draft when we heard that Carolina was making this trade mm -hmm. up to number one. I did not know, and I saw this in, in doing research for this, you also said, hey, C.J. Stroud is the only quarterback I would draft in the first round. Yeah. How did you know that about Stroud, especially juxtaposed against a guy like Bryce Young? Yeah. Well, well first of all, um, the, well, I think a lot of people don't realize is that the NFL is a different game with a different field. Okay, and that's very important. And most people will be like, what do you mean different field? It's, it's the same dimensions, width and length, yes. But the hash marks are different. So in college, they're wide. So the game is played on the perimeter. And college football, oftentimes, your guy is better than the other guy. Alabama is most better than everybody 90% of the time. So what you have to look for is how are they going to have to play in the National Football League? So in the National Football League, the pocket that they throw from is going to be oftentimes about 70% dirty, meaning collapse, traffic around you. So you have to look and see and study guys and how do they play that in that environment. But let me now let me back up just a little bit. There's a couple things you have to have in order to even have a chance to be successful in our league. You have to be able to process things very well and be good at it. Then you have to be extremely accurate. Um, you have to have pocket presence, which that comes into this dirty pocket aspect. And really, when you get to arm strength, that is like fifth on the drawing board. Now, if it's there and you have these other three things, four things, then you become magical. So I'm watching CJ Stroud. And the first thing my thought of is like the case, you don't see that every day. Like his ability to throw the football from a dirty pocket, um, how he processed things, because people mentioned his test. I'm like, okay, well, first of all, that test I took too. That test is irrelevant to playing football. If you study him, he's a smart player. Don't let that fool you. Don't let that stupid test that he took, if he didn't do well on it, yeah. irrelevant to how he plays the game. Now, here's why I would have never taken Bryce Young in the first round. He has serious limitations. He is 5'9", and he will never be 6'3". He can work as hard as he wants. He will always be 5'9". When you studied him in a cloudy pocket, he struggles. He has limitations. So he has like almost a rainbow effect. He has limited throws he, he can make from the pocket. So you are going to constantly, you are always going to be constantly dealing with somebody that has limitations. Every week you're going to have to game plan around those limitations. This new staff coming in, those limitations are going to be there. You're going to have to deal with that. You're going to have to find and function a system around that he can process that. That does limit you in how good you can be offensively. CJ Stroud yeah. has no limitations. His ability to throw the football and his accuracy with uh, his processing with it. And, you know, people keep talking about mobility. Um, 
mobility to me, Tom Brady played in 10 Super Bowls. I bet you he didn't have 40 yards rushing in all 10. I don't know that for a fact, but I will I'll put my money on. He probably did not have 40 yards rushing, okay? And he won seven out of 10. The ability to run and extend plays is, I think, it's too highly prioritized. The ability to move, I think, is very important. But your ability to move and throw. So all, I just think you've got to study all of those aspects of it. And can they play like that in our league consistently? And that's hard to find that in college. So what I always have tapes made up are try to create plays like that. How do they function in that environment? And when you study Bryce Young, especially his second year, and he was hurt a lot. Okay, so he got hurt. So people got their hand, their, they, got their, they got a hat on him. Sometimes the Texas game, I was watching the Texas game, and I gave him a 10 for toughness just because when people hit him, I'm like, in the National Football League, I mean, somebody might be arrested for murder when they hit him. I mean, I mean, when, <laughs> and second, I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, that dude got up every time, but I'm like, uh, now look, let's look at the NFL. I got to blitz Bryce Young. I am not concerned about anybody I'm bringing because everybody's going to be able to finish the deal. Okay, because of his size. I mean, we will get people there that can finish. And there's just all these limitations that he has. Now, he's a great kid, but that's a skill. That's not a skill set. That's a bonus. You're going to be dealing with that for the rest of his career. You're not changing that. And with CJ Stroud, you just have none. And you can do some things that are extraordinary with his ability to throw. So this begs the question, and I want to get your Super Bowl 50 thoughts and I want to get to this, but this begs the question. Why are you not an analyst anymore? Maybe you don't want to be. I don't know. And forget that for a second, Merrill. Why are you not in a front office? Why are you not a GM with well, all of that we just talked about? You know, I got, I got great respect for, you know, the people that do that from, you know, that, that's their total life. You know, my life, um, I still watch tape. I watch tape. On, I'm starting to study all of the college players that are coming out. I have been doing that. Actually, I do, I've, been, I've been doing that since I played. Do you have like aspirations to, for doing any of that? I, I used to. Now, you know, my my chance, my opportunities in my platform to go speaking. Yeah. I just like I always go. I, I, I use what Chuck Knoll said to me. We were flying to Arizona for a Super Bowl, ironically. He's sitting in the front of him. He's with his his wife, Marianne. And he kept turning around. I just it's been a couple of years. I just had to retire. And he kept turning around. Going, you need to coach. You need to coach. I said, coach, um, I go, what are the keys to being a great a great coach? And he got up in the aisle and he said, OK, number one, you got to be passionate. You got to be passionate. And I'm like, OK, stop. I got, that's what I lack. I lack the passion for devoting all my time to coaching. You know, I had my kids were young too, and I wanted to coach them. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to spend all of the because those coaches in the National Football League, it is every day. All I mean, they're just they're absorbed in it. You have to be to be good at it. With a GM, you got to be absorbed in it and time consuming in it. And okay, that's honest. Would you, take a, would you take a meeting if oh, someone called you, you? Would you take a meeting? You know Give what? Me listen, that much. I, I have yes, okay. I, and I have right. you know I have a history of you know it isn't like I you know I don't have to come in and learn how to evaluate. And I know playing this league, and I've done a lot of work with, I, listen, Bill Parcells I worked with, Mike Ditka I worked with, um, Jimmy Johnson I worked with, um, John Gruden I worked with, Ron Jaworski, who's one of the greatest minds, you know, I, I, a great standard, um, Tom Jacks, just um, all these people that are good football people to learn from them. Marty Schottenheimer um, played for Bill Cowher, Chuck Knoll. I mean, yeah. to learn all of the things Fair that I have tried to tap into those I'd hire that you knowledge. Harpy. I'd hire and, you Harpy. And I, listen, I know that I can help a team because see, see, here's where teams make a mistake is you try to fix things you can't fix. Okay, let's see Bryce Young. You're not fixing 5'9". Yeah. Okay. Um, you, you don't fix accuracy. 
Um, you don't fix dumb. Um, there's, and there's, you, don't, you don't give somebody instincts. You don't give them all these things, and they think they can. And, and actually, a good coach, a good evaluator will go, hey, listen, we can't do that. So let's not even go down that road, okay? We know we can't do it. It's like everybody would admit, if you can't run a 4-4, can I make you run a 4-4? Oh, you can't give them speed. Well, then why can't do you think you can give them all these other things that you can't give them that they don't have? Just eliminate them. Don't let them come in down. If we, if we did a better job, teams do a better job there, then you got a better chance of build, building a championship, a champion team. You have thoughts on Super Bowl 58? Yeah, I, I, you know. Well, I'll tell you what. You want to yeah, hang before sure. you give us those? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you Why don't you tell us about this before we go to break? Okay, I got to tell you this. I, I had open heart surgery. I could not leave the hospital until I got my respiratory system back strong. You know, I had fluid in my lungs, blah blah blah. Well, when I somebody brought this breather fit to me, and they're like, "Well, this, this trains your respiratory system." Did you know that after age thirty, everybody's respiratory system starts to decline if you're not doing some type of cardio? And I, well, I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And your respiratory system is separate. You can train it separately. I'm like, really? Okay, so I'm, okay, hearing it is one thing. So I put it to the test. And you have to, it takes like five minutes a day. It's two times. You do it two times a day. What's it called? It's um, Breather Fit. It's a, so it's Breather Fit. And um, it's breatherfit.com too. So what is great if you want to know information on that. And if you're doing no cardio, but you want to actually start your health or improve your health, Oxygen and flow of oxygen is critical. Hold that thought. Okay. More with Merrill Hodge, his thoughts on Super Bowl 58. It's a numbers game at Visa Live from Media Row. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander. Live from Media Row at Super Bowl 58 on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. With Omaha Steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air-chilled chicken, and more. You're going to love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks Guarantee. And for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com slash vsin, you'll get four free air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin, chilling on the couch, live in Media Row here in Mandalay Bay. We should do this every day, Kelly. Just lie down, do the show. I, I like it. I'm enjoying it over here. Yeah, I, it's a good I, spot. Jelly, I'm totally jealous. <laughs> uh, Merrill Hodge is kind enough to uh, join us for a second segment. Uh, again, you know him as a uh, former Pittsburgh Steeler, obviously at ESPN for two decades. Kind enough to hang with us this morning here on Media Row. Uh, before we get your Super Bowl 58 talk uh, thoughts, wanted to finish up just because we we ran into commercial on yeah. this. Well, just you know, just really finish it up. Yeah. Let's, say, let's say you're doing no cardio. Okay, you know, what's important for overall brain health and function, our bodies need is oxygen, you know, and how we breathe is important. I didn't realize that you start to erode, your respiratory system starts to erode after age 30. Incrementally, it starts to erode. A great way of repairing it and strengthening it. And I didn't really, I was like, okay, this happened to me, but I had to do open heart surgery to leave the hospital. I had to get my lungs cleared. I had to get my respiratory system back. So when I heard about this, I'm like, hmm. Well, I'm, I'm not going to just, somebody's not going to just say it works. I want to go try it. So I, I actually tried. I actually did this on accident. So I go on a trip about 14 days up through Pebble Beach, Arizona, and I worked out, but I didn't do any cardio, but I did the breather. So when I came back, I always do my cardio and I watch your heart because that's what you're trying to train. And I could tell that my heart had been off for two weeks, but my the ability to breathe was easier. Mm-hmm. And I, I had never experienced that difference, but it's because of what I had been doing here. So let's say you're doing no cardio. It'd be a great way to start to improve your respiratory system, help you breathe better, the more oxygen you get. Really, the better you're going to feel, the better it is for brain health, the overall Breather, health. Breatherfit.com. And breatherfit.com will okay. give you a lot of information. At least it'll spark you maybe to you know, start you know investing in yourself, doing a little bit of uh, conditioning to help your overall health. And um, it might be the spark that you need. But it was Love great it. value. Brought great value to my overall training aspect. All right. Super Bowl 58. The Niners, two-point favorites over the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes trying to win his third Super Bowl, fourth appearance, still in his 20s. The total at 47.5. Are you surprised that the Niners are a slight favorite? Let's just start there. Yes. And um, I'll I'll cut to the chase. Um, Doing this, playing for nearly a decade, studying it for two, a combination of four decades almost. We used to do a uh, Super Bowl matchup show, wrap-up show, an NFL matchup show at the end of the Super Bowl. Yeah. And this is where it really brought my attention to what wins championships. There's two things. Teams win championships. Okay, No quarterback's ever done it. No defense has ever done it. Teams win championships. And <clears throat> the people closest to the ball will be the difference makers. They're not going to get the MVP, and they're not going to be on the highlight reel. Nobody's going to talk about it. Okay, Kansas City's first win. Chris Jones should have been the MVP. Okay, not Patrick Mahomes. If it, in all fairness, the biggest impact in that game, the most significant plays in that game, 
I brought this up yesterday. Okay. I you were watched, spot on. I watched it for. Uh, Did you go back and look at last it last night? Because I was so football last night or the night before. Who made the, the biggest plays in that game? He batted down a million passes. Exactly. He for he, he he ruined the third downs. He got the turnover, forced the turnover. Where then Patrick threw that ball, and then that ball, that big pass, got him the MVP. Yeah. If Chris Jones doesn't do all the stuff that he had done, they do not. 100%. They didn't have those opportunities. And I don't remember thinking that after watching the game live, but watching it the yes. other night, I was like, oh, my God. He, like, won the game for them. So doing it afterwards, or even during the game, I was like, okay, that those have been the biggest impact. Anyway, that being said, so when I look at this game, um, the, 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 the team that has the strength in those two capacities, offensive line, defensive line, um, are the Kansas City Chiefs. Their offensive line is slightly better. Their defensive line as a whole is slightly better. Um, the 49ers do have struggles with their tackle area. They really do. They, they're vulnerable with the ability to run the football. And I'm going to go back to the, the Raven game where the Chiefs won. It might be one of the most perfectly, almost perfect executed game plans I have ever seen a team execute. They made five mistakes. Two by the Kansas City Chiefs in coverage on that third quarter where they made the big drive, but they end up getting the fumble yep. at the goal line. Yep. So they offset that, but they made two mistakes in coverage. They made two big plays and got themselves in trouble, and they made three mistakes offensively, and I called those penalties that cost them the ability. That fourth down was not a mistake. That's, that's part of football. That wasn't a mistake. It was like penalties that killed them in drives and took them out of position and hurt them. Only five plays. Their overall execution as a team in how they went, which was going to be required. You know, they made Lamar Jackson play quarterback. And when you can do that, you just run into the the areas that he struggles with. You know, he only made one real throw in structure, and that was in the fourth quarter. And then he followed that up with that pick. And then the, the interception really demonstrates how you have to play quarterback. Second and 10, okay? You don't have to force the same actually drag routes wide open. You make that throw. Nah, maybe a third and two, probably first and ten, and you're still moving the ball. So just, but their way, the way they played as a team, and the way they did it in Buffalo, and those trenches, just um, it was a clean game. And a clean, when I say clean game, that means nobody critical gets hurt, no like a quarterback or somebody significant, and there's no turnovers. If it's clean, then I just I would give the advantage to Kansas City based on that. Let me ask it this way: If if San Francisco does win, what's their path to victory? What happens in this game? Um, well, I think offensively they can't have any of those 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 bumps in the road that they have had. Can't have a Brock Purdy lay an egg game. Yeah, you okay, can't have a you can't have a turnover. Yeah. Okay, and they could you know really got to move the ball and. Change, you know, shift the field position if you don't get points. You know, you got to constantly do that. If you can do that in a game against Kansas City, that's a huge advantage. I mean, that that would be a big advantage. That's not easy, but um, you know, those things. If you're moving the ball, you know, you get five or six plays, and then you field position. You know, you drive the ball, get on the other side of the fifty, you get points. Um, you know, those type of things. They, they, I don't think they can have the hiccups during the game they've had, you know, in the first two. Yeah. It would get them in trouble. Do you still watch a Super Bowl after all these years with, like, the glee that you did when you were a child? Like, does it still um, move you know, your needle? It's so funny you asked. That's a great question because, see, my birthday is January 26th. Okay. When I remember one of the Super Bowls was on January 26th when I was a kid. And I was like, and it might have been the Steelers, actually. I, I don't remember. I just remember, oh, my gosh, it, it would be 
if I could just make it to the NFL and then play the Super Bowl on my birthday <laughs> and and be and be the one of the be the offense that they announced and oh because you know how they used to announce it you know oh, yeah. from Idaho State anyway that's right I was like that would that was like the, the epic dream I used to have that vision now that things the season's longer and it's pushed back that's not you know maybe a AFC championship game but not a Super Bowl yeah <laughs> do you, do you, what, what team did you grow up loving as a kid well my favorite player was Walter Payton okay. I just uh, I loved Walter Payton and on I got when I got to Chicago to play he was on the Chicago Bears board even though he's retired at the time and there's so many things that indirectly Walter Payton had impacted me and then directly he had impacted me uh, as I got to know him as a player and a person um, but my favorite team was the Pittsburgh Steelers oh and you ended up on the yeah Pittsburgh and Steelers. then okay yeah and I picked the number 33 because I love Franco Harris and I like Rocky Blair too but Walter Payton and I'm like oh well I can't have 32 and I can't have 34 because if I went right. to the NFL that's right I wouldn't be able to wear either one of those if I played for those two teams, and so I picked 33. <laughs> All right, so we got two minutes. You said that you said you loved Walter Payton. Let's just talk about, because we talked about C.J. Stroud in the last segment, what should the Bears do, in your opinion, with Justin Fields and with the first pick in the draft then? Okay, I, I have, you know, Caleb Williams, I am only halfway there, okay? okay? The one thing I can tell you this from studying him last year and early parts of this year, there's one thing that is clear to me. He is not special. He is not special. There's nothing special about him. There's nothing that I would be like, wow. Okay, that is guys like Patrick Holmes. No way. I mean, C.J. Stroud, he doesn't throw the ball nearly like C.J. Stroud does. He doesn't play from the pot. In fact, I think he struggles on throwing the ball off movement, which is, I, gotta, I wanna confirm that, but there's just nothing special. Okay, and here's what happened to Justin Fields that I think you have to consider. The worst thing that you ever want to have to any player, but especially a quarterback, is constant change once you draft him. What has happened to Justin Fields? Constant change. Head yep. coach, coordinator, head coach, coordinator. I mean, you never, you can't really know a quarterback for and a player until their second year and definitely their third year to know what you really have. And you keep all these changes. How do you really know it? Now, based on what I have seen, I would keep him, but I would use that draft pick if somebody really thinks Caleb Williams is the man. I would bait that and get as many picks as I possibly can because I'm going to go back to what wins a championship, and that is teams. And the more good players you have across the board, the better chance you have. But right now, I do not see how that guy is better than Justin Fields and where he is today. Fascinating. And again, if you listen to the previous segment, this is a man who knows of what he speaks. Uh, it's a pleasure. I could speak to you yeah, for I, hours. I, I love this. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. Really appreciate it. And I and I really just the last thing again, because I want to say because I said it to you off air and I said it on air. But and I know if it's not in your heart and if it's not in your aspirations and you know it's not for you, that's one thing. But really, if if someone does call from a front office and says, "Hey, let's just let's talk." I would love to just see how that goes through, and I think you would be spectacular. Well, I, you know what, I, I would, I, I would love the opportunity from a an overall learning aspect of all of these things I've learned from so many people to just challenge teams to look at things a little differently. Let's eliminate what we can't change, what we can't fix, and let's just agree to that. Okay? Yeah. We can't fix, you know, we can't give somebody speed, instincts, toughness. We can't fix stupid. Eliminate that, and Thank then you, focus on the ones that matter. Merrill Hodge, everybody. Right here on Thank the Numbers you, Game. Bill Krakenberger next. This is a Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Live from Media Row at Super Bowl 58 on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This Super Bowl betting guide is out now to help you bet on the big game, the Superb Owl. 
This year's guide features in-depth team breakdowns, Steve Mackinnon's Super Bowl simulation with player projections, plus favorite prop bets, picks, and best bets from decent hosts and guests, including how legendary sports broadcaster Brent Musburger is betting the game. To get the guide and all that VEASAN has to offer, become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at vsin.com slash pro. Look at me, everybody. Chilling on the couch now as well. Got the leg kicked up, got the arm on the couch. <laughs> now you're doing it right. This is Media Row. <laughs> Mandalay Bay, Skill Alexander, and Kelly Bidlin uh, right here on a numbers game. Uh, the bustle is about to begin. Bill Krakenberger joins us Thursdays with the Crackman Unscripted with the Crackman Media Row. Thanks for getting show. me on. I mean, uh, you know, it's hard to get on shows Thursday with you. <laughs> Over down here. Well, <laughs> big effing shot you are, Charlie. Merrill <laughs> Hodge was saying things about player personnel that, that had to be heard. No, so I, I apologize. No, I'm just joking around. I did get we did get a text. Like, Give me more crack. Uh, so you should be happy about that. So let me tell you a couple things. Okay. One. I, uh, I feel like I'm about to be scolded. I think I, I think I set the record for walking here because yesterday I walked all the way out, out to the convention center. Oh, no. I got some bad information. So 14,000 steps yesterday. And today I timed how long of a difference is to go past. The, you have to get your media credential. Yeah. And you have to go r- all the way around to get back to the That's same correct. exact place. That's correct. Four tenths of a mile. So, yeah. But how do you feel invigorated after that? Yeah, I feel vigorous. Sure. <laughs> um, sure. Go with that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. So, uh, let me tell you what happened last night. We had a we had a party, a Fox party, get together party. For, uh, Colin Coward had a party over at the Beer Garden. No, don't brag. No, I'm okay. not bragging. Okay. It's a bad ending. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad yeah. end, bad ending for the K Man. Um, <laughs> the K Man. No. Can yeah. I call you the K Man now? <laughs> <laughs> so I go, I go. Uh, I'm walking uh, in the, in there, and there's marble. And you can see where this is going. Marble floor, beer all over oh, it. I go no. right down. Oh, both knees no. cracked like both knees. Oh, are you okay? I was more embarrassed. My arm, and, and, you know, like, like I was more embarrassed than anything. And I look up and a beautiful blonde's trying to pick me up. Like, like I, I was, I was getting up, but I was. She's yeah. like, "Oh, you want me to help you?" I said, "If, if you help me, you're going to wind up down on the floor with me. I'm going to pull you down." Did, no, did, did Cal- okay? I'm walking around with biofreeze and aspirins, and uh, you know, yeah. Did so, Coward stand over you and said, "LeBron is the greatest player of all time, and here's why." No, he no, did, he, he didn't. didn't do that. He didn't. No, it was a <laughs> it was a good time though, and um, I have an invite now, so you can tell me if you want to go or not. Uh, at 12, 12 noon, why I have sweatpants? I never wear sweatpants. Sure. I wore sweatpants for a reason. 12 noon today, and you're welcome to go with me. Okay. Joe Montana's throwing me a pass. I have two I have two chances to catch the pass. One thousand oh. percent. Right, now, I don't there. even know. Are you a big Joe Montana fan? I don't it's even know. It's not about Joe Montana. It's about <laughs> you catching the ball. Oh, oh, because I'll, I'll, I'll make sure you get a nice photo with him. I just, I just want to yeah. see him lead you. Two, I want to see you like stretch, stretch Mo- out. Montana's got lay you're, out. You're Bill. supposed to run out for this, and um, unfortunately, there's gonna be no running for me. Bill, if but. he, lay, if like he's not accurate, you have gotta lay out for it. Oh my god, like just horizontal. Oh yeah, and it's a pretty that long would be epic. throw. That would be epic. So, and I will snap that photo. Oh, good. Well, good. Where, yeah. where is this? Good? Well, don't tell me. I can't say. Don't tell me where. You don't want they, 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 hey, I, I don't want to stay where he's staying or anything okay, like yeah, that. Okay. No, but. I'm totally coming. Oh, good. Oh, I, I just, 100%. I, I'm allowed to bring one person with me. So I said, let me ask oh, Gil this man. morning. So, yes. If you want, I don't know if you're a Montana fan or not, but how can you not if you're a sports fan, right? Oh, I mean, have Joe Montana. Yeah. But honestly, yeah. if it was if it was Elvis Gerback, I would come. Oh, okay. Just to see you catching this pass. Oh, I'm catching the pass from Montana. Yeah. I would 
offer to play defensive back, but you know that calf, <laughs> that torn calf, yeah, I'm still recovering from really, some last time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's a it's a nice uh, it should be a good time. Um, Kenny Maine, who, who I'm friends with now, he was on I was on Sports Center with, with Kenny Maine, you know, eight years ago, and. Um, yeah, when I was on Sports Center, that was the original uh, first time I was ever on talking about March Madness, and um, and Montana texted him, he's like, "Who's the cat in the hat?" You're like, you know, so <laughs> yeah, he goes, "Wow, guys, talking sports." Bad. So anyway, it should be um, the cat that it should be a fun time. It's the first time I, I'd never met him though, so it should be the first time that uh, the first time I met him, and I'm looking forward to do it, and. Um, you know, they're 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 all good. I tell you what, everyone has been so nice here. Yesterday, I had about four interviews set up, and I came through and did another ten. I mean, people were so nice. Lots of Who people. Who wouldn't want to have you on? It was fun. Yeah. It was fun talking sports betting, talking, you know, the legalization, and you know, I'm I'm also all about responsible gambling. They like that. Yeah. Um, it, it was a it was a real a real fun time. So remind uh, folks what you have on Super Bowl Fifty Eight, Bill. I have a, uh, I bet, I bet, you know, people are missing, most, everyone that I talk to are misinformed on the line, too. They all said, well, the line came out two and a half. No, no. I had my Don Best screen up. I had my odd screens, bank odds, where everything was up in front of me. I had three different screens up. Trust me, this line came out three. And you got Why? down. And you got I bet down. plus three. I yeah. know it. Yeah. So I laid a because, dollar, about a dollar you're, twenty-two. you're aware that people in the background are, like, chirping about it, right? They're yeah. like, oh, how did Greg get the three, right? Oh, well, yeah. it, that was the opening line. Yeah. But yeah. it stood there for at least a good two minutes. Yeah. Um, so so the plus three minus 22. Let me tell you something. I had to lay juice. I don't like laying juice. So yeah, they were had to lay some juice. Threes, right? I yeah. Mean, it's not, they were giant yeah. juice. Yeah. Minus a dollar and a quarter. And, um, and by the way. I still think the the money line is probably a good line plus 120. I seen I seen it from plus 120. I'm against some of the sharper syndicate groups in the world. I understand that. I understand the million dollar bet at Caesars was a very sharp group, laying a million to win 833,000. I know that um, uh, Right Angle Sports gave out minus one on the game. Right. Yes. So, that, so when the game went that, down, that moved it. Yep. That moved it. Yeah. So I know I'm against some sharp groups, but um, it's one game. It's a Super Bowl. It's an NFL side. But I'll have a lot more on prop bets. I I was over at the Westgate and and uh, bet opening night. I uh, thought I was going to bet three or four props. I bet about 15 props. I bet one over. I bet a couple props over and over. So um, as much volume you think you'll have in no, this Super Bowl than no, others? No, no, no. Not no. even close. No, not even close. No. But I will be betting under on a lot. 75 percent of my betting has been done yet i'll bet a lot of unders hopefully saturday yep. night sunday morning sunday afternoon i'm looking to bet i'm looking listen it's real simple i'm looking to bet against the whoever the public's on and who are they on yeah. kelsey we, we said it earlier kelsey like. over i'll be looking for the the, the the highest number and bet kelsey under i'll be looking to bet even kittle under mahomes under even though i'm rooting for casey all the things like that just i'll be just blindly give, betting yeah actually. just put it in like it just to give one example uh ed rufus on the podcast yesterday he is uh, you know, again Famously, he's waiting to bet unders too. 95% of his handle has yet to be put into action. And we were just talking about McCaffrey rushing yards. Like, what what are we really talking about? McCaffrey's, I think, at like 92 and a half. And I'm like, well, you don't think it could get to like 100 yards, do you? He goes, oh, yes, I do. Yeah. Like, between now and the game, it's Thursday morning. The crack is like Mr. <laughs> the Mayor. How can you not say hi to Wayne Kimmel? Wayne Kimmel. 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 Kimm
sorry, sorry. The, the mayor of Media Row. Certain people you gotta say hi to. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that, that's what we're talking about. Like these things are these things can move so much yeah. between now and game time. What set a little more than seventy two hours away now. You know, um, I want to tell you something though. I'll be the first to tell you. Uh, if if there's a game like last year, I won't win. Seventy three points scored that much offense. Oh, yeah. I won't win. I won't lose much because I I do have a lot of overs too. I do have a lot of things. Someone else waving. Sorry. Do you remember your biggest and you, do you remember your your most profitable and your least profitable Super Bowl or not not least profitable? The oh, one it, you it, lost it, the most on. It, it was it was believe it or not it was probably the first two years DraftKings was in business. Oh yeah. Won the most. Yes. What was the one that you that you lost the most on? Uh, the last two years really didn't lose. Broke about even. I, I've never lost. You've a Super never Bowl. lost a Super. Bowl. How can you lose a Super Bowl when you're when you're putting you know hundreds of thousands of dollars on advantage bets last year? Um, you know every bet has an ROI. Last year was probably the the worst year out of all of them. I I would think I broke about even on a Super Bowl, which is hard to do. Wow. Put out all that money, you know, um, already just opening night at Westgate. At, you know, uh, about like fifty grand. So I mean, you, you know, like. There was going to be a lot of money out there. You know, a lot of these books, let me tell you something, I'm shocked. I, I, in town here, you wouldn't believe how much money they are taking on Super Bowl bets. You won't, I mean, Super Bowl props. This is unbelievable. This goes to show you how hard it is to win, though, too. So uh, there's there's a book in town taking 5,000 on, on prop bets. Westgate and, and, and Circus taking 2,000. There's there's another strip book that took 5,000 on, on Super Bowl prop bets, wow. on play, player props. That's unbelievable. Um, counter, we're talking. At the counter. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's at the counter, not, not on yeah. the book. Yeah. I'll just tell you, it's the win. Yeah, the wind took uh, three thousand on a lot of things and five thousand on a couple of things. If they need more, needed more money, or they felt it was early in the week and they can work with it. So wouldn't necessarily expected that. One Unbelievable. Yeah, and they're very good to me there. They're yeah. very good there, to me there though. So, um, and also that pays to have a, a credit line in the sports book and a cre- I'm sorry, a credit line in the casino, and I, I do give them video poker action and stuff. So people who watch the uh, Showtime docuseries action remember this about you. But like, are you locked into the Super Bowl? Do you know what you're rooting for? You have no. <laughs> idea. You know, people get upset when I say I don't know. I don't know what I'm rooting for. You must know what you're rooting for. I, I, listen, I, I'll be rooting for Kansas City, and whatever happens, happens in the end. And tickets will get graded in the end. Yeah. You know, uh, I know. I like. I need the longest punt. I, I need a punt over 55 and a half yards. So um, the San Fran kicker, uh, Wisnowski. Uh, I, I bet over 55 and a half yards uh, three times, 55 and a half, 56 and a half. So I, I made some bets on that. I, so I know I made a mental note that I need that for, and, and a punt. But as far as like when I'm done betting all these unders on Saturday and Sunday, no, I probably won't know what I need. Uh, you're, you're welcome wise. to hang. Otherwise, I'm going to see you at your event. Yeah. Well, well, hang. Don't go anywhere. I'll hang. Okay. They'll crack yeah. a burger, everybody. And Drew cool. Dinsick going to join us. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, live from Media Row. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander, live from Media Row at Super Bowl 58 on VSIN, the sports betting network. There's never been a better time to have skin in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook because right now we have a VSIN exclusive offer for new DraftKings customers. Earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet up to $2,500. Let me repeat that. Earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet up to $2,500. That's up to $1,250 in bonus bets. Don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code VSIN when you sign up. Got to use that code VSIN and earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet now. Skill Alexander, VSIN Super Week. Uh, crack! That sounds like a promotion. Even you I gotta be honest with you. That that I didn't know you got. They were doing that. That's oh, huge. That's brand I gotta new. Get, I gotta get some yeah. cousins, uncles, and aunts on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> wow, all that right. sounds kosher. By the way, Chris Bruno, Spanky's guy, checking yep. in for all the uh, for all the 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 crack haters. He goes, crack is a hundred percent correct. It opened plus three. Um, Thank you, Chris. Lay juice. Thank yeah. you, my friend. There you go. Yeah. Drew Densick joins <laughs> us, everybody, hey. uh, hanging out with us. Drew. Uh, Drew was on with uh, you and Matt on Tuesday, as yep. he always is on Tuesday, uh, from the Bet the Edge podcast at NBC Sports, and of course, the deep dive with Drew Densick and Andy Molitor. What's happening, man? Hey, nothing bad, man. It's been uh, an incredible trip so far. Uh, all of like the people that I desperately wanted to see in person, I've gotten the chance to see yourselves inclusive. Yeah. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, and yeah, this is uh, a rare, long time coming. First uh, ever Super Bowl here in Las Vegas, and I think um, it's kind of told a very clear story, which is this was meant to be. This has been very, very convenient to get from place to place. Yeah. Uh, there are infinite entertainment options on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're like it's, at hockey games. Yeah, yeah. I saw there, was, there was stuff to do every every night. There were dining options galore. You didn't ever have to wait anywhere. It was pretty easy to get groups into places. Like, there's definitely logistical headaches when it's been in other cities. Even L.A. It was like, L.A. was so spread out. It, you know, yeah. If you wanted to see people, you were like, well, I mean, it's like, a, it's like an hour. I guess I'll see you tomorrow, maybe. Uh, it was a you know, that was not convenient whatsoever here. Everybody is very centrally located. And, um, you know, the crowd that came through so far for media week has had, uh, basically everyone that I really wanted to talk to in the football space. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the, the, the who's who of guests from the, uh, the Megapod over the season, mm-hmm. <laughs> everybody's here. So you never, uh, and you've never met crack before never until crack, now. Yeah, no, it was very nice to meet person, you. Yeah. Yeah. If you got that, like, I, I probably wouldn't know you, but except for like the hair, the Kaiser, <laughs> Kaiser Soze look. Yeah, I like it. No, I like it. you got a good look to you. Yeah, by, uh, by the way, Gil, 
know there was a solid two minutes spent uh, on Tuesday with Matt and Drew. Uh, yeah. really trying oh to God, adapt to the adapt to the rain uh, affecting their hair. Oh, yeah. here. oh wow! Picked, picked a bad week to have a bad hair week. It was, uh, it was it's been it's been a struggle. Yeah, it looks yeah. awful. <laughs> it looks, it looks, struggle is real, as the kids say. Uh, all right, so let's just remind everybody. Sure. Uh, in our final minutes here on the show today. Mm. Where, what is, what have you soaked in about Super Bowl 58? Where do you stand on it? Yeah, it's funny. Like, um, this is, uh, you know, going on hour 18 of content probably this week. (laughs) And I had a very weak take (laughs) coming into the Super Bowl. I was like, yeah, there should be three. I'm I'm closer to 60% for the Niners money line. So, you know, narrow edges on the Niners. And uh, you end up talking yourself into, well, this sounds good when I say it on, you know, say it in an interview. And like, well, this point was actually pretty sharp. Well, this is actually very compelling. And now it sound now I've gotten to the point where I have like an airtight case about why the Niners <laughs> are value in the Super Bowl. And like um, the answers are easier for them, Gil. Like they literally they, they have the already have the answers to the test on I offense. T- I totally you thought know? you were going the other way. You know, because you realize like the more you talk yourself, you know, into like the, what what you know, you say it out loud. And you're like, well, that was stupid. I should throw that out next time. Yeah. You know, like, well, I should zero in on that next time. And I was like, well, this is an interesting angle I haven't heard anyone else say, you know, and so, you know, it's a funny evolution how, you know, your take on the game kind of changes over the course of the week. But like uh, the more the, the, the fundamental thought here is um, I just I see again, like the answers to the test for the Niners offense, I think, are more straightforward. Right. Stick to who you are. Run your zone running game effectively. Get you know, the uh, get, you know, it doesn't have to be explosive. It just has to create short yardage, second and third down opportunities. And then you can lean right into play, play action passing game. You don't have um, a, a reliance on just one or two wide receivers. You can distribute all across the field. So you can stay away from some of the key guys in the secondary for the uh, Chiefs. And I think you can sustain drives. I think you can score early. I think you can get into a, a positive game state. And at that point, if this turns into, um, you know, the Niners defense being able to pin their ears back and come at uh, Mahomes and come at that offensive line, which I think has cracks and we haven't really seen them tested because they've been playing with such a positive game state, the Chiefs, that is uh, throughout the balance of this playoffs. I think that could ultimately be the difference. So <sighs> land the all land, we're, we're going like what Niners minus 13 and a half. Is that crazy? I mean, I listen again. I'm financially invested in the Niners, too, but I'll I'll be honest. I just told you this off air. So all was great. I was as solidified as you were. And sure. Merrill Hodge strolls on set. Sure. And he's right about, how can I put this? What's the word? Everything. <laughs> right? Player evaluation, everything. And he gave a case as to why he thought it, it was going to be the Chiefs. Yeah. So the Chiefs offense to me is still like, I get it. Mahomes takes his game to another level in the playoffs. Like that's undeniable. Like he's built different. Like his brain chemistry is different. Like he does not wilt in the highest leverage moments. He thrives. Right. That said, he is still going to have to get it done with, a, a, you know, a, a cast of characters that yeah. have let him down consistently this season. And to expect that just, uh, you know, the Niners are going to, you know, because I guess where I'm at is if this if the Niners offense is clicking early and if they are, you know, generating positive game state, like it's pretty easy to see the you know Niners defense lean into a little bit more aggressive approach. Stack the box. Don't let Pacheco beat you on the ground. Force, you know, force Mahomes to lean into the longer developing plays 
where he's attacking down the field to options two, three, and four. Uh, and that uh, should create some chaos because Nick Bosa is one of the better pressure generators in the uh, in the NFL. And I know Mahomes is unsackable, um, but if you speed up his process enough and, you know, and, and he's unable to uh, connect with guys in the home run sense, then, you know, you could get some pretty uh, quick stops, I think. And so, um, you know, people kind of, I think, were a little bit too quick to, um, you know, kind of, I actually, I was guilty of this in the moment in the first half against the uh, Lions. I was like, man, this Niners defense stinks. Like they, they're terrible. Oh, like yeah. they're like they're, they're. This is this is rookie mistakes. We all, we all uh, see here. It. Yep. And um and kind of on rewatch and after like about a week of kind of letting it marinate, it was like you know what, Lions offense is very very good and their offensive line won cleanly won in the trenches, which set up outstanding rushing success and uh, and relatively easy passing, which I think is kind of shoe on the other foot for the Niners offense in this game. But um you know I think uh, if if you can force Mahomes to get it done, you know, make him prove it that he can still be an explosive player because he has not been that player this year. That, that has not been their offense this year. And if you can kind of test them and say, you know, hey, beat us with some explosive plays to Justin Watson and, uh, you know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling and yeah. Mercole Hardman, like, you know, we're going to ha- we're going to have, you know, we're going to take away half the field with Charverius Ward. We're going to stack the box and not let Isaiah Pacheco get six yards of carry and make you beat us some other way. And if that ends up being like, you know, 15 targets to Travis Kelsey and you know so be it but uh, I think ultimately uh, um, there is scope I think for the Niners defense to look a lot better than the last time so I remember that, seeing and them. that's right and that's I almost think that that's you know the obvious question is what's the key to all of this sure. is the Niners run defense that right is, is it the version we've seen in the postseason which has given up a million yards and Chase Young's not chasing anybody sure um or is it the one that was stout in in the regular season, right? And if that if it reverts to that, we've got a completely different version of what we've seen here in recent times. Yeah, and I mean, I, I like again, like I'm talking my book, so I, I acknowledge this. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> yeah. The it's not like they have not heard this, right? It's not like they like if you're sure. if, if you're playing on that defense and you're like you know because the Chiefs' run defense problems are schematic and they're personnel based, right? They don't have big bodies, they don't have jumbo packages. They're they they are they they put base defense out there. They know their linebackers are going to get beat, and they're literally just like, well, you got to cross the street, you know, twenty times to go down the field. Eventually, you'll make a mistake. Eventually, you'll be in a longer down and distance, and we we can trust our uh, you know our secondary to tackle well, so we don't mind kind of, uh, you know, letting you get to that level. Um, and so I don't think that there's an easy, like, flip the switch, you fix that run defense. But if it's an effort-based thing, if it's a small schematic thing, uh, which I think you would kind of, you know, look at the Niners and their lack of success against the Lions and say, well, yeah, I mean, like, you know, a little bit more effort here, and all of a sudden this feels different. A yeah. little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit uh, different approach in terms of uh, kind of loading the box instead of going with too high. Uh, I think you could be a little bit more successful here. So, it's you know, it's I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that the Niners defense gives us something uh, to, to remember in a positive light. 30 seconds, your favorite prop bet is? Ooh, uh... I, I guess uh, my favorite got steamed to oblivion, which was the Purdy uh, under attempts at 31 and a half. That ne- never made sense to me. My fair was like 27. Um, but uh, at current uh, odds, I like uh, Isaiah Pacheco, uh, first reception under five and a half yards. Under five and a half yes. yards. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, okay. he's kind of an interesting character where uh, his contributions build throughout the game. Uh, most of his uh, kind of breakaway screens kept coming. Do you think a good way to attack? Do you think maybe a good way to attack that? 
prop is one of the last things I actually bet here. I bet uh, Mahomes minus four and a half pass attempts versus Purdy. Ooh, that's nice. Oh, that's yeah. that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's tremendous. Player, yeah, because yeah, yeah. like Mah- like win or lose, they go down swinging with Mahomes throwing. That's Andy yeah. Reid's DNA. Uh, I don't think you know even even if they are putting away a healthy lead, you're going to see a lot of attempts from Mahomes in the second. Cool. All right, boys, we've done all we can do. Kelly, what's next, by the way? What do we got coming up after us? Do you know? Best bets. Best bets. Let's go with that. I think we've done all we can do. Best bets is next. Enjoy. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com iHeart. That's l e e s a dot com slash iHeart.